We are going back on tour, you guys. Confessions of a Good Mom is coming to a city near you. We've just announced all the dates. We have New York. We have Dallas. We have Houston. We have Philly. We have Charlotte. We have Atlanta. And of course we have Atlanta. And I cannot wait to get back on the road and meet all of our tribe in person and bring you this incredible naughty girls night out. That's right. Bring a friend, bring your husband, bring your boyfriend. Don't bring your kids, though. It's going to be a night of debauchery, drinks, fun, and most importantly, freedom. So get your tickets now. Don't wait till the last minute. Limited tickets available. Make sure you click the link in this episode description or go to our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com and find our city near you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The blood spell is actually better than Sierra's <laughs> ritual. You may not get you a rich nigga like Russell, but you're going to get a nigga who's going to be uh, bound and annoyed to you. Annoying to you. He's anointed. He's a piece of He's shit. He's anointed by you. But don't also get it twisted. These men do the same shit because they can put their cum in your mouth. And when you're sucking their dick and you swallow it, that's a spell. That's the same. Too. It's the same potency of the spell. It's life force. It's super potent. It's very potent straight. because you have the, the life force straight into your mouth that you are ingesting. So it's like you're swallowing their cum. Yeah. Like that is a spell too. Yeah. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday, tribe. Happy hump day. My nipple's out. Let's okay. put that back. Happy hump day, tribe. Okay. Um, she's always out. Ooh la la. She's the right one, though. You know what? She's a fame whore. She wants to be seen. Mm. <laughs> so pick me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How are you, my love? I'm great. Um, I am... Feeling a little tipsy because I have not really been drinking much. Well, actually, that's a, that's a lie. Actually, let's <laughs> let's not lie to the people. I drank a bottle of wine to the head like two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking much. Um, today I wasn't supposed to be drinking, but then our guest came and she was already drinking, and then suggested we get champagne. And actually, I don't even know if you should suggested. She suggested. She said, "I want champagne." I said, "Well, we'll get it." And then I said, "I never some champagne." I was like, "That's what we're supposed to have." I never give our bitches what our bitches want, and they got me good champagne. They didn't get me a prosecco. They got me a real champagne. The truth is, I told her to get prosecco when she got my text too late. So I'm happy she got this rich shit. Why are you gonna give us? Why are we gonna? I like I like Lamarca. But whatever, but I, I make Lamarca know, makes me sleepy. Honestly, I thought that Moet was more expensive. It is. We pop in Moet. 
We're rich bitches. Well, what is more expensive than La Marca? No, I know it is, but I thought it was more expensive in general. Like, oh. I, I don't know why I thought it was like a hundred. Maybe I go to the club, so I thought it was the club prices. I was only drinking because I was hungover. <laughs> yeah, it's the hair of the dog. I had to have a mimosa, but I think that having a glass of champagne with some classy, magical women... What the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, hello. I mean, that's why I'm drinking because today I was supposed to stop drinking, but I'm also in the middle of like a big transition happening in my life in many realms and ways. And so it's a Scorpio new moon. Bitch, it's been a lot of Scorpio everything. Babes, we're we're doing this on a Scorpio new moon. Today? Yes. Yeah, today's a Scorpio oh, new moon. Yeah, yeah, it's a Scorpio new moon. Yeah. So we are really Listen, there's been Scorpio eclipses, oh, yeah. Scorpio full moons, Scorpio new day. moons. It has been a time for me. Okay? If you're a Scorpio, I feel you. <laughs> I've cried for you, too. Scorpio placements, where it's like Scorpio moon, rising sun. I have five placements in Scorpio, so I'm pretty intense. Oh, my God. Like Scorpio. Yeah, it's intense. Water, watery witch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we get too carried away, because we we're supposed to introduce our guests, but we talk so much, so let's just, and we're drunk. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Can we do that thing? Um, honestly, it was me. She said champagne. I said, sure. Today, we have manifested a very, very special guest. We have manifested this guest since... 2018. We since, slid in her DMs. Was it 2018? Something like that. We definitely talked about it since the beginning, and we were like, she's so huge. Why would she ever come on our little podcast? And finally, because witches get what witches want, we have... The one and only, the OG witch, <laughs> the mother, the witch, the bitch, that, the witch. that witchy bitch, <laughs> that witch, that, that witch, that bitch, Brie. And, oh, sorry, sorry. Brie Luna, Brie Luna, Luna the creator I'm and founder the hood witch. of the Hoodwitch. But you're forgetting your your most new your newest title. And I'm an author. And the author of Blood, Sex, and Magic. You're a fucking author. You're an author. You're, you're multi- Okay, you guys are the authors, too. We are on we the same. We have the same publisher. publisher. It took us all to have the same publisher for this moment to finally fucking happen. It's the. It's one of it's the most important thing that Harper has done for us. It's what happens <laughs> Let's bring when us together. you're magical and we really put our intentions into motion. It's like... We were supposed to meet each other. Yes. Period. I feel like it's been like long overdue where it's like in 2018, I don't really think that that was even like a space for us. It wasn't the time. It wasn't the time, but now it feels so aligned because it's like we have our books, we have your podcast, we have everything, we're doing retreats, we're doing that. So it's like there's so much good goodness happening and I'm really, really honored to be here and I'm very grateful. Well, we're we're grateful and I'm like, we had like a two hour hangout session before this we actually pressed record, which this is, is what happens when the people who you know are supposed to be your friends come, and then your friends immediately as soon as you walk in the door, <laughs> and then we forget and we have to actually sit down and I do the. I'm laughing because I'm like I like wearing all black because I'm your gothic mother, and <laughs> I'm sitting in the black chair and I'm like, hi, I'm much. You look very sexy. If you guys have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, pause the pause the subscribe audio. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. I'm Ooh, just kidding. I don't have that. Talking to my. I wish I did though. Wait, we need to bring them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, she's so fabulous. <laughs> Look at me. Listen, I have shit to say. I'm like, I actually have something to say. <laughs> you look beautiful. I started to wear black, but then this one overrode all my Everyone looks hot, and I'm excited. I'm with two water signs. I'm with a Cancer moon goddess. I'm with a Scorpio bad bitch. It's like, 
what? Like, I'm the Taurus, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, wow, like, are these my two, like, water sign goddesses that I'm supposed to be, like, sitting with? Like, what is this? Are you kidding? We had a beautiful embrace before we started. We we, we watered her with our water. They did. Around. And I turned into mud. No, okay. <laughs> the, the, no. The, the mud that's malleable and makes stone. The mud that's fertile and like blossoms beautiful flowers yes. and grass and magic and creates all that is. So, amen to that. Yeah. Um, well, we have so much to talk about and so much we've already talked about, but. I guess we're supposed to talk about the book since the publisher brought us together finally. Well, first, yes, we want to talk about the book. But I personally, because I feel like, Brie, you've been kind of like a mystery to me. Like you're kind of like now you that are, I didn't even know what you looked like. I had no time. idea what you looked like for a very long time. And I, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I when you walked through the door, I was like, is she going to be tall? Is she going to be little? Is she like, is she going to have long hair? And then you told me that you're a mother. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know any yeah. of these things. Yeah. So. I want to know, A, how did you get into the work that you're doing and why are you so mysterious? What is the evolution of the hood witch? So interestingly enough, uh, the evolution of, I guess there's two different things, right? Where it's like, if we're talking about myself as Brie, as the creator, as the visionary, as the mind behind uh, the hood witch, that's my brand, that's my business, that's my baby, Um, this has always been in my family and I believe that you and I were like talking about like our ancestral lineage. We're talking about being Mexican and black and, um, being both of those ethnicities is like having my family and having like my spiritual practices from my grandmothers was a big influence. However, on my own as a, like, weird little girl, like, growing up in Los Angeles, it's like, I've always been a fucking weirdo. I've always been creative. I've always been the visionary of, like, what people see, like, and so I guess, like, if we're asking, like, well, how did this, like, come about? Um, Most spaces in terms of witchcraft or public witchery or public, you know, how we see spirituality or how we see witchcraft has always been a very white Eurocentric uh, practice, right? So it's like when we're thinking about like witchcraft, we're like, oh, like the old like wicked witch of like like the Salem, the old Salem witch trials of like some old fucking white crusty bitch. And it's like (laughs) that there's not that like my grandmothers never look like that to me. So like I never interpreted that as being witchcraft like I never saw my grandmother's spiritual practices as being witchcraft because when I was you know growing up I thought that witches witches were like old and crusty and like white but then I realized that (laughs) even old and crusty white women um or what people call the hag um has a place in what we see in modern femininity and culture and what that looks like to be the hag and to own being ugly and old or what people perceive as being ugly because you don't have your youth as the maiden. You're not quite the mother, right? Like in your fertile, blossomed, sensual, sexual self, when you're old or when people think that you're old and kind of like decrepit and just kind of like, eh, throw you away. You're the witch. Mm. Mm. Or if you're too slutty, 
You're also the witch. Mm. Whore witch. Because you're the whore who knows her power. Mm. So there's always that sense of like, if you are too powerful and too independent, um, you know, for me at least, it was like growing up, I always knew my power. I knew I was fucking different. Like, I knew that other people saw me as being like something that I wasn't. Oh, you're demonic. You're evil. You're this. You're that. You're da, da, da. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Why do you think that they felt that? Where did you kind of lean more into? The, oh, because I was. Were you black. were you go were you gothic? Were you goth? Well, I was black and <laughs> well, Mexican. There's that. And I grew up in a time in a school where if you were black, you're supposed to only like rap and R and B music. If you listen to punk rock or metal or anything outside of rap, then you're demonic. You're a devil. So. I always give um, respect, and I just, I love creativity. I love music. I love art. I've always loved art. I've always loved creativity, and I think that's always something that has really um, aligned with me in my life and, you know, where I've gone, where I'm going. Mm. When you started The Hood Witch, was your intention to rebrand witchery? No, I think that when I started The Hood Witch, I just felt like I didn't have a space to, uh, I didn't really have a space where I felt safe. I didn't have a space where I felt like I could have my own curiosity and room for art or beauty and magic as I knew it. I just saw people on like tumblr posting like we call it black and silver witchcraft it's funny it's like a silly thing but it's like i just saw like white women who are like either you're like lululemon like yoga and green juice or you're fucking like trying to be this like old dusty like pagan this and that is like i never felt aligned with either of those things i was black and Mexican, and I never grew up with seeing that. And the only reference I saw was, like, through, like, oh, like, like, as I was saying, it's, like, through my grandmothers, but it's, like, I didn't see them as being, like, the witches of the books or, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, so when we're talking about, like, Wicca, we're, like, watching, like, Wiccan things and blah, 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 blah. It's, like, I never really thought of my own culture. Mm. And that's why I strongly feel that when I started Hood Witch, representation matters. I matter to, like, show my face of being like, hey, I'm black and I'm Mexican. And I'm not Christian. Like, I don't believe in Christianity or, um, you know, I didn't I didn't follow any, like, Christian doctrines or, like, uh Muslim, you know, I wasn't like any Abrahamic like religions, right? So it's just like I never really fucking uh, sat there and was just like trying to be something that I wasn't. I just simply like made a space that felt safe for the curiosity and magic. I am a psychic, I'm a medium. So it's like having that energy and then also curating that with art. And putting it into a space, most people didn't expect that from a black woman at all. 
And people ask me so this day, like, oh, do you, like, do all of your art? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, but I think that what the Hood Witch did, in a sense, was really, like, opened up so many doors and so many paths for the curious and for people who knew they had gifts and they knew they had abilities or they were just curious outside of their like indoctrination, like their own like family's religion and like they never agreed with it or like just outsiders and just people who just, I I made a, a joke about this. I was laughing and I was like, um, I'm green juice and I'm whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing about that because I was like, I am both of those things. And I think they can both exist, coexist. Because, you know, we always see the people who are like, oh, I'm like, I only am doing a, a, a detox cleanse, the moon ritual. I never fit into like white women who are like doing the moon ritual with the green juice and like a <laughs> vegan. Bitch, I want to eat a fucking cheeseburger and I want a shot of tequila. Like, I want some mezcal. Like, I want to go eat dinner. Like, I, I'm a Taurus. Like, I'm a Venusian fucking goddess. Like, I literally want to, like, enjoy every essence. Like, all the senses, all the mm. pleasures, all the earthly delights. I want to fuck. I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to be the most, like, hedonistic version of myself. But then there's also, there is some balance there. So it's like, I love the balance that I have of, like, that. So I think that's also reflected in Hoodwitch. It's like, bitch, like, you don't have to be, like, this one, one thing. And it's like, everyone's always sitting here like, oh, I'm initiated into da-da-da-da-da. It's like, girl, shut the hell up. Like, everybody's sitting here talking about what they're initiated and what they're doing, and it's like, okay, who cares? Like, that's your path. But stop telling somebody that they're not real or they're not mm. something because they're not aligned with what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if anybody's going to say something about anybody, you already know. I'm like, I have already clocked so many people just off top, like just from the beginning. But it's like, I've, that's not my place though. It's like, I just, I'm doing, I've always done Hood Witch. I've always just felt like, it's a service, you know, to women, to women identifying people, um, to black women, to brown women, to own your power in unapologetically doing so and just not being afraid of, like, being the fucking witch or the bitch. And that's it. I love that. And I, I'm really happy you touched on curiosity and touched on, like, there's a lot of things you touched on, but mostly... Um, I think people are afraid to delve into the curiosities and what that looks like and what that feels like. And people are afraid to detach from the indoctrinations of like religion and, and the environment that you've grown up in. And like, um, I, uh, everybody say a small prayer for me. I leave tonight to go complete my Tantra practitioner program. So next week I will officially, by the time this comes out, I'll officially be a sexologist and a Tantra practitioner. So say a prayer, but also we talk a lot. Yes, Tantra practitioner, sexologist. Hello. We love to see it. But we talk a lot about. I can't wait to see it in your bio. I can't, bitch. (laughs) The day it happens, as soon as I find out I graduate, I'm going to be like, 
Okay. Wait, like, what does that mean? Like, tantric practitioner? Practitioner. No, no, it's like, but like the tantra. What is tantra? Mean? No, I mean, like, no, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, I was like, wait, what are you doing? What is it? What's happening? <sighs> I've been in a program for like the last year and a half. It's called the Authentic. The authentic school, the authentic school of tantra, authentic tantra. Um, it's owned by a black woman. Um, but essentially, it is um transmitting the oral tradition of Tibetan Buddhist tantra by the Shangpa Kagyu lineage. So it's lineage based based tantra. And you know, within this realm, we like to study. There's four pillars: it's connection, it's meditation, it's movement. I love that, and it's pleasure. So it's. I love this. These are all of the things that we're supposed to be living by. It's very simple. It seems very intuitive, but we forget. And so it's but even when we, I'm sorry to cut you off. Like even when we like started recording, like us doing like that, this <sighs> Mila Mons. It felt so good. Yes, because we forget to get in touch with our pleasure. Really? We forget to moan and we forget to indulge. And um, a ba- I was only bringing up tantra because A, I'm a fucking pra- practitioner, but B, um, I'm learning how everything is so deeply, divinely connected. And I'm, one of, I'm studying right now like a fucking bitch in the 12th grade trying to pass her SATs. Good. Um, but it, You're teaching us some new, some new shit. But one of the things is, as we're learning about the lineage, it's like it, it started as an oral tradition, and it was passed down through, through you know, like the the person, the one, the Dakini who started my lineage, who's a black woman, um, a sacred Dakini, um, Naguma. She asked, she asked that for seven generations it be passed down to only one person. Anyway, there's one person in the lineage that basically he was like a, basically a prince. He was, this is my interpretation. He was popping, but then he got sick and ill probably because he was being a prince and indulging. And so his enlightenment came because he was looking to advocate for hedonism. He was looking for a middle ground. And <laughs> and one of the things that See, I, this yes, is me. Yes. I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm like, I feel that way. And I, I do- feel like there's such like deprivation and like how people view spirituality like what it's supposed to look like and right. that's why I and that, that's why I say fu- like I you know, religion is great for a lot of things for me personally I say fuck religion because what I've learned from it and what I've taken from it and from the people who are religious and not to say all people is that there's this weird choice about denying the your humanity denying the things that are fun denying the things that are pleasurable and that they're labeled as demonic or or low vibrational, vibrational but that's actually low vi- that's a low vibrational place but baby, <laughs> this plate got all this styrofoam plate has all the low vibrational things, but it's really about um, nothing is good or bad. It's about your intuitive interpretation of what how things feed you and removing the shame and the judgment from the things that you actually fucking like. And that's the thing I've always said, like with Hood Witch, and like that's what's always set me apart from so many other fucking people and fakers and like Every witch and da 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 da. It's like everyone thinks that you have to have some umbrella of what the witch is or what that looks like. And I've always told people, I'm just like, the witch is whoever the fuck she wants to be. I read that in your book and I love that. And that's in my book. It's like, I literally was like, the witch is whoever the fuck she wants to be because there's too many people that are just so set in their ways. And I'm like, bitch. If you're this set in your fucking ways of witchcraft and uh, magic and spirituality, then go back to fucking church. 
Well, Go back to being a Christian. Well, I think it's like you have to be able to listen to your own inner wisdom, right? Like yes. you can't just Witchery be. is the intuition. Right. You can't yeah. just copy and paste everyone else, whatever works for everyone else. And it's funny when you said the word initiation, because that's something that it gets thrown around a lot. A lot. In this space. Because people pay for initiation. <laughs> I mean, a lot the of amount money. of initiation talks I've heard of, of this is out of control. And if you're listening right now and you've been initiated, cool. But all I'm saying is I think really what the initiation is is like self-discipline to whatever it is Thank that you. you believe in yes it's, it there it does require there does require a discipline and in, in your beliefs and, and your you practices are and your, your rituals. own highest authority at the right. end of the day it's like i don't need some fucking man to tell me and or I'm woman like, or a woman and this is the thing it's like this is what i tell people i'm like are you in a cult are you no i'm not joking it's like cults are very fucking prevalent and like it's something that we do not talk about it's like are you in a cult are you having someone like really um manipulating you and using you and taking your money and like not being a good human being and so i think it's important for people to have uh spiritual discernment in what they're doing and before you like open yourself up to uh, religious cults, spiritual cults, before someone tells you that they are the higher authority of you, what are their credentials? What does their life look like? You Most know? importantly, have you, are you the higher, like, stop putting this, this godlike person, this hierarchy, this, this, whatever the fuck you call it, ahead of you. Did you guys watch that documentary with that woman, Teal Swan? It was on Netflix, and she's a fucking nut. And she literally started a cult. And there were people who, like, believed in what she was saying. And, like, people have, like, tried to commit suicide. Like, it was crazy. So it's, like, the amount of when we when we think of ourselves as, like, spiritual, you know, we're dealing in the realm of spirit and, like, witchcraft and doing this work. It's, like, it is important to understand, like, what you're doing and the amount of work and like this, the level of like energy that it's like put into what you're doing, but you have to think about the consequences of what that looks like and what you're telling people, you know? And so there's just so much, you know, we have like this, uh, we have like so much technology, you know, it's like a technological advancement. Whereas like I've dealt with so many old school, like practitioners who are mad at me for even starting Hood Witch because they didn't want to see me. I think people like what I'm doing, but they don't like that it's me doing it. Well, I would like to say, just for the record, I, we needed you. Um, I needed you. I think when we started this, even for Erica and I, is like we started it blindly and just on some friendship. We need, we had some shit to say. Um, and then as it evolved, we realized like releasing the frequency of the speaking was super important, and um, we we've really like I think we're both we're all from, shout out <laughs> I almost popped off the chair. <laughs> shout out to L A because we're all from L A and they're we're all from here, switchy place. But also and also shout out to the craft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, shout out to Rachel True, the black witch of her. the craft. Okay, love we love, love Rachel. We love you. We you. We interview her. We do. It's like a child. It was a childhood imagery and persona that we, we have were never eight. seen a black teenage witch. And, and life. back to like giving you your flowers is the truth is 
in high school and junior high, like this mysterious um, like attraction to things is like something you almost forget as you get older. We talk about this a lot. You sweep it under the carpet. But in adulthood, I needed to see, even if I didn't really see you because I didn't know what the fuck you looked like. I remember asking Erica like, oh, she's black? But like seeing and knowing that there was someone bold enough, she to- better be if she's the hood witch. Yeah. See, that's why. Imagine I said, if she was white. Like, Lord Jesus. And she was like, if I was like, oh, I am the hood witch because I wear a hood. Uh, Can you up. imagine if I had like a literal cloak over and I was the hood witch with a cloak? That but would stress me out. Our ancestors would come for you, bitch. But no. <laughs> there was a, there was a time where me and Erica would only secretly refer to ourselves as witches, and we're like, let's not say it on the show because people freak out. But like, obviously, that didn't last very long. But there is a there there is a medicine that you spread by just. Uh, being ex- ex- being just ex- existing accepting your assignment and it does transmit and it is like and it is an embodiment and because the- i'm for all the fucking weirdos like us. we are always okay. like yeah. the weird ones we've always been too much of something we're the weirdos someone. mister we are the weirdos we are the weirdos no but seriously like we actually have always been like the ones who've maybe like you know just i i've I remember, and I even put this in my book, um, I went to this church with this girl who was my cousin's neighbor, and <laughs> I wore a Marilyn Manson t-shirt to her church, and <laughs> all the black people there, you know, and niggas going to be like, ah! <laughs> get this bitch, and they were like, oh, hell nah, but they were just like really disgusted by me, like really turned <laughs> off by me. And I went there with, like, my uh, friend at the time, and we were just like, yeah, like... But I remember, like, even just, like, from an earlier memory... Did you feel like it was a... Did you wear that as a rebellion? Of course I did. Okay. Yeah, okay. Why the hell would I not go to a black you, church? Why the fuck Wait. were you going to church anyway? They made you? I had to go to church. Uh, her mom was watching us. Oh, okay. I was her like, mom was not- babysitting us. <laughs> like, perfect, I packed the right shirt. <laughs> no, her mom was babysitting us because I always wore that shirt. She was so mad. Like, she was so angry. Okay, but here's the true tea on this. Is, am I getting too messy now? I'm about to get messy. <laughs> share the tea. So the real tea of the situation was... Uh, mom had hiv Ooh. because her husband was on the download oh my god and he died Ooh. and then she got like really religious and she was like isn't it crazy how you how you grow up and then you look back at childhood things and you're like that was not okay her mom fucking died from hiv because of her dad both of them died from HIV? Yes. Damn, Sarah. Her dad it was on the down low, and like they were like strictly religious, and then her dad was a preacher. Oh Lord, this plot thickens. Not about you, girl. I'm sorry, but like truly, like you guys really out like outcasted me. And why were you, you hanging out but, over there? Well, no, because it was like she was our neighbor. Uh-oh. Like she was my cousin's neighbor, and it was like she really their family othered me. And they really made me feel like I was bad and like I was, you know, something bad. And it was like, I was not bad. I just didn't agree with your religion and your church. But little did I know as a child, something more sinister, you know, like something heavier was going on in your family's life. And it's like, as an adult looking back at that now, I'm just like, bitch, like your family had way more fucking problems than me wearing a Marilyn Manson t-shirt and just for the record, he is fucking problematic because Marilyn Manson is a goddamn... He is problematic. Is he racist? 
No, he I has a sex. That. He has like some uh some type of sexual crimes against him right now. Uh, like from his women, ex, from, Rose from, like, women, like Rose McGowan, like oh. all these women are like speaking out against him. So it's like it sucks, you know. Like you know when like you have your like childhood like cool person, yeah, or Kelly. piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I Michael mean, it's, it's an, it, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he made good music, but like, he, I mean, I guess Marilyn made some good music too. At the what is it? At the dope show. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> she said at the dope show. Remember that was one of his. That was his called. We're all stars at the dope, dope show. show. Where? Yeah. But I'm like from the like the beautiful people. Oh, oh the beautiful people. people. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. <laughs> Orlando, cue the beautiful people. Can you imagine like being black and liking that song? Yes, because we live in the valley. We grew up in the valley. <laughs> yeah. Well, bitch, I didn't live in the. Valley. You I should, live in Inglewood. Well, you should have so, came over the hill, bitch. I lived in Inglewood. I was wearing black for like two oh, years. Oh, no, baby. I live in Inglewood, and that did not, that shit did not fly because yeah. the Mexican people were like, you're a fucking rocker. I thought the Mexican people heard that. that? I thought like the Mexican people were going to No, that's in, the San, that's in the valley. That was not in Inglewood. At have, all. I have a question. As at it, all. I have a question about that in particular. Okay. Because, we, yes, we did bond over our Latinaness and our yes, blackness. our blackness and Latina. Do you feel like, okay, so I know you talk in your book about your abuela, Silvia. Yes. Um, and obviously she was Mexican. Yes. And then did you have a, I'm assuming you had a black grandmother. Yeah, well. my was, black grandmother, her name is Althea. Okay. That's my grandmama. Okay. Was she, were they both kind of into? Yes. That's what I wrote about. Like, okay. they were both spiritual, witchy, magical, but they had two very different. Well, that's, so that's my question. Yes. It's like, how has both of these sides, because... I know for me, just in general, living in the valley, people always wanted me to choose, right? Like, are you Mexican or are you black? Which one is it? They used to call me a black bean, as I was, like, telling. But even me, as I've tapped deeper into my spirituality and understanding that I have both I have both sides of me guiding me. And they're, uh, and they're similar, but they're different. Like, my practices that I feel like are more leaned into, like, my Latin heritage, mm-hmm. and then I have... I actually feel more connected to those than I do to like the African practices that I'm still learning about. Like I feel much more connected to that side of my, when it comes, when it pertains to my spirituality. And I don't know if it's because I just haven't really had the, the education. No, I knowledge. think it's just because like, it's your mom's lineage. That I makes think sense. It's something that maybe you feel more comfortable. It's like more maternal. So, but for you, was it all encompassing all at once or was it something that you've kind of, or is there one no, side I that you up, lean into? Not at all. I grew up with both of my grandmothers and both of my f- sides of the family. So, like, for me, spiritually, I just, I grew up with both. But if we're talking about, like, hoodoo and we're talking about my grandmama, um, I learned a lot from her. And it's even something, like, with customs, when we talk about, like, oh, it's going to be the new year. We're talking about 2024. I'm going to have my collard greens, my black eyed peas, and my cornbread. Because Mm -hmm. in Hoodoo, and just in the tradition of having black family from the South, like, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. For prosperity, for money, for all those things, it's like, that's always been in my family. That's always been a tradition. I put a brick dust recipe in my book that my grandmother used to have. What is make. that? What is a brick dust recipe? Brick dust is you literally are taking the dust of the brick 
and you're laying it out for protection. Mm. It's the same thing as cascaria, like when you're having like a white egg. Um, egg white people powder. don't know it's like egg white. It's like a white eggshell and a powder. Um, and we use that for protection. So having laying down brick dust. Um, I still work with holy water uh, because that's something with my grandmother. You know, I don't, I'm now learning is like you don't have to go against the grain, you know, to your ancestral practices. My grandmother and hoodoo and even with Santaria is like all of these traditions and practices were brought here, brought to the Americas because it was our way of survival. This has always been a part of our culture. This has always been a part of our traditions. And I think that so many people, when they see just Hoodwitch, because I don't post my altars, because I have never talked about my ancestors, because I don't talk about my family, because I don't post my business, people like to take it for play. Oh, she's just posting this for aesthetic. She's just, you don't know the fuck you're talking about. You don't know me. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So it's like, that's where I'm at in my practice. It's like, I don't have to put every single thing that I'm doing. Everything is not for public consumption. Not supposed to. That's the magic. Why do you think I've been successful in my life? I don't have to do anything. I don't have to post every single ritual, tradition, initiatives. I don't have to do that. For what? Why? Are you doing it for yourself? Or are you posting it on the internet for a fucking show that you're telling people that you're this powerful, this, and I'm in this, I'm in this, I'm in this. It's like, if you are that, then you will always be Be that. that. But you don't have to show every single thing that you do. Mm -hmm. And that's why even when you met me today, you're like, I don't even know what you look like. You're like, I don't even know who the hell you are. You're always mysterious. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't ever feel the need. I don't have to show off of telling people what I'm doing. But you're fine. You should show off. Okay, I I, I feel like I'm going to start showing off a little bit more. I support this notion. She's fine as hell, y'all. I'm going to start showing up a little bit more. She's really cute. She's a, a really fine-ass witch, witchy bitch. But I appreciate, though, like, when I was looking through your book, you, this book is filled with rituals. Yes. It's filled with and direction. Beauty. And, and yeah, because I think a lot of people don't even know where to begin, right? They don't. They don't have... But it's okay. Like, I want everyone, like, and this is the thing that it makes me so sad where, like, sometimes, and, I, and I've watched this over the progression of Hood Witch, right? So for the last 10 years, we have seen this progression of like, well, you're not a real witch. You shouldn't be doing that unless you're doing da 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 It's like, you need to do this. You need to do this. It's like, you need to listen to your own inner calling. You need to listen to yourself. Mm. Like, sit with yourself and truly like, just listen to like what feels right for you. You don't have to always be a part of a fucking religion or a thing or initiations or thing. It's like you don't have to do that. Some people only have that because that's all they have to like grasp onto. This is the temple. It is. This the, is the church. But you we are, are the God. But we are that. 
Right. We are that. And so when you go inside, you will you will get the answer. And answers, so now but- as the witch, I'm now probably going to get like so much shit because I'm like, there are so many people where it's like, yes, I do. I will say this. As the practice of witchcraft and witchery and spiritualism and hoodoo and all of these traditions who have been passed to me within my blood, I'm only sharing this information as I know it, as I have practiced it, okay? It's not the end all and be all of everything. I'm simply saying from what I have known, how I have practiced it. That's all I'm saying. But don't fucking sit because you did something or because you are choosing one way of thinking and one way of life that that is the end all and be all for everybody else. That's not how our soul works. It's not how spirituality works. And that's religion. It's religion. If you do that, if you put, if you, if you're you, now putting this fucking dogma and this goddamn shit onto other people, you're not a witch. You're a fucking religious piece of shit again. Here we go again. It's true. And you know, and also like, I, I really appreciate that because I realize that, um, there are all these, like these, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the white supremacy that tells us that there are certain like ways to go about being experts in certain things. And if you don't go to school and you don't graduate and you don't have good credit, whatever the fuck the things are, then you can't be this, this and that. And it's us like um, decolonizing those ideas and tapping into our intuitive gifts. Absolutely. And also it's this. It's like the cocktail of what you want it. But even with witchcraft, we're seeing it now where we have black people who are decolonizing spirituality. However, they're saying, if you don't do it this way with initiating into Santeria, if you're not in Ifa, if you're not practicing voodoo, if you're not doing that, it's like, you're not real. You're not a real I, witch. I, I, I thought about that recently. I'm like, do we need to be initiated? I'm like, I don't know. But it's like, but everyone's doing this like, oh, you're not this. You're not real. You're not real. It's like, but do you realize that, bitch, that's your fucking path. That's what you chose to do. That's what your path is for you. Why are you now sitting here telling every black person is supposed to now be initiated into your religion? For what fucking reason? Everybody has a different calling and different path. And even for me, like, I enjoy picking things from other places. Like, I did, I, I, I celebrated um, Diaz de Moretes. Yeah, I did that this year and last year. I liked it because it's a. I like that practice. I don't have to be Mexican to know. Like, let me get my ancestors. Let me. Well, here's the thing, though. What people need to understand, like Dia los Muertos, is like it's not about oh, it's the Mexican Halloween. It's not Mexican Halloween. Okay, this is something far more ancient than that. And yes, you can honor your ancestors. Halloween has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween. So it's like, yes, but interestingly enough, and this is one thing I do love, I will kind of like point out this, <laughs> I will say in the Western Hemisphere, how we are Northern Hemisphere, are we, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's so interesting how in October and on November, during Scorpio season, we have death, rebirth, the cycles of becoming and transformation. And it's important to understand that in voodoo, we have Fetgere. And in Mexico, we have Dia de los Muertos, which is about honoring the deceased, the departed, 
and those who have come before us. So I think it's very fascinating and interesting that we're living in a time period where we have these energies and entities, no matter where you are in the world, they knew that there was going to be the transition of life, death, and rebirth. So it's universal. We love it. And it's indigenous. Um, Yes, because universal and indigenous. Universal, <laughs> it's global. Sure. If you're indigenous, it's, it's universal. Global. It's global. It's international. I, it's out it's of this worldwide. world. It's, it's otherworldly. <laughs> otherworldly. It is. You know, I've died. I've been reborn again. <laughs> Boom. It's, it's primordial wisdom. It means it lives it's primordial. It's primordial. It's the just what all. Before we were born, we already knew it. It's that's primordial wisdom. The shit that we know, oh but why, and we don't know why we know it. Enough. Okay. Okay. Yeah, wait, I have let's take question. another deep breath. Okay. <sighs> Sacred rage. Sacred rage. We love that. We do. It's important. Okay, so I have another question. Okay. Okay, we went on a tangent. We talked about. The, the origin story of the hood witch. But what I really want to know is, I think this is an important question that we don't ask enough. When you look back, this is your 10 year. Oh my God, I want to cuss everybody out. The 10th year. <laughs> 10 years. This is your 10 year anniversary and the, the debut of your book. What was happening when you started the hood witch that really birthed the hood witch consciously or subconsciously? What were, what were happening in the ethers of Bree's world that birthed that? Oh my God, what happened in the ethers of my world? Um, hmm. Let's see, what was happening in my world in that time period? I think that I just really wanted to have a space of community. Um, for me, what was happening in my world, really, like, nothing too crazy. Like, I was dating a Scorpio weirdo, and he was a loser. <laughs> Uh, he was loser. He was a fucking loser. <laughs> bitch, you're still a loser, and I'm here right now. <laughs> Hi, bitch, I'm here, and you're still a loser. Unpopular opinion, opinion. you can be spiritual, you can be a witch. And, and petty. Have, and you can always and have you can be petty as hell. <laughs> I feel like being petty is like releasing your throat chakra. It is. Oh, oh I like, I like it is. It's I like, like I'm releasing my throat chakra because I'm like, I think you're a loser. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you to your face that you're a loser <laughs> in my world, in my life. And I'm not above it. Like, I'm not too spiritual to be like, oh, fuck you. You like, talk to me and now look where I'm at. Exactly. Right, and you are still struggling. See? And, and I respect where you're at. Everyone's detachment looks different. And I respect where you're at your path, but I want you to see what it looks like when you resolve that shit. But and that's the thing. And so I think when I started doing the Hood Witch, I came with such an open vessel. Mm. It was so open and it was so like uh, pure and shiny and crystals and like my nails and like just fun and cute. And, you know, I wanted to have a space where it was me and it felt like my grandmother's and it was like the botanica. It was like my gold nameplate necklace. It was like it was all those things. It was like. I wanted to create a space where I felt special and, like, I felt safe. I did not feel safe in a white, a very Eurocentric white woman's realm of magic. 
Because that's not my ancestry. That was not my calling. That wasn't it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I didn't really have that space. I didn't have that safe space to have. So I, looking back on creating The Hood Witch, it's always been about creating a safe fucking space to just unapologetically, that's The Hood Witch. Like, be you. Like, do what the fuck you want to do. Like, be happy. Like, be yourself. Like, be free from religion. Be free from oppressive ideologies. Mm. Like, be free from, like, having, like, not having autonomy, like, over your body, your sexuality, and yourself. So I've always just been that. And, like, I'm still going to stand for that. And that's always what I have fucking been, so... Wait, yeah. so I just opened your book real quick. Just by the way, let's, Ooh, what a, look how beautiful the, this witch's book is. So can we just take a second. I designed, can we like talk about this? Can we shout out to the to the authors that can write and design their this? own covers? There's a special type of woman. There's a special type of black or brown woman that, <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know who that is, maybe right here, all three of us. There is a very special type of black or brown woman who is not only recruited and uh, bidded for to be a published author and one of the top publishers in the United States, which let's also know is a very Caucasian and male-led industry and world. There's a type of black woman that identifies publicly as a witch, designs their own cover, writes their own story, and puts it out to the world. And they are sitting right here in front of your camera. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for hyping all of us up. Thank you. I mean, thank you for hyping me up because I any lies. Thank you. Any lies told? I don't. It's like give me my fucking flowers for what I've done. And Grandma Althea, which was my grandmama Althea. Yeah, Grandmama, I love you. Grandma, look at her. The art, I love you. Grandma Sylvia, I love you. This is like a good book. That's my real. That's my family. It's also a a, like a um, a dining room table book. How do you call it? A coffee table table book. book. But I'm from LA and like this is my family. It's like I'm here. This is where my bloodline really actually is throbbing, is active. It's like I'm very active here. Like my family is very active here. My spirits are very active here in Los Angeles. It's not for fucking play. It's not a joke of just like, oh my God, like I love LA. I just like want to be. No, I'm really from here. And my ancestors are really from here. My spirits are really around me and protecting me and always, like, building me up and building up other black women, Mexican women, women of color is, like, but I don't even like saying women of color is, like, black, Mexican, that is my ethnicity, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's, like, but it's, like, being here, being in Los Angeles, it's, like, this is, I'm home. Mm -hmm. This is my home. This is where I'm supposed to be at because I've been it's it's such a different energy that I just don't think that people really understand like unless you're from here mm. you don't get it but I'm very proud of that I'm so excited I'm very thankful I am excited to have my book released here I'm grateful to be here with you guys it's like we're having the best time like this is Amen. so much fun Ashe, it feels so good. It feels so good to um get to sit here with you and like just 
in perfect timing and see what you've created in book form and you know, like just have talks about the same struggles that we've struggled in this process. And, oh. also, and also just being new to it. We are not necessarily, we are authors, but like there is, there's so many mountains that have to be, that have to be like so many obstacles that come with this process when you're birthing something new and uh, being able to get through it and create such a beautiful book um, with so much like, but they like, this is the thing that I love about this. I'm so excited that our publishers put us together because I feel like it was very long overdue. Yeah. And I feel like we were supposed to be put together and like, what are the odds of us having the same publisher? If you would have told us this Not f- five very years low. ago, <laughs> I would have never, ever, ever believed that. If they were like, you but guys are fucking be- authors. We but that somehow we but that somehow we were going to connect. It was like it's just you never know. It's never in the ways that you think. It wasn't via IGs and all those and, things. And and like it's just it's so divine. Like the timing is so divine and how things come together are so divine and it, for it to be this way. We're all from LA. You know, like it's just we're all crazy, witchy, wild women. It's magic. It literally but is we're magic. Like wild tame. We would have the fucking like we would have like died in the old days of like we might have been burned at the. We might have been burned at the stake. No, we would have been burned at the stake, but also we would have like been killed by a like white man slave. You a squirt? Yes. Okay. See where this goes. Oh, I feel so jealousy. Don't be jealous <laughs> of the okay. squirting. You have to just. That's what I'm saying. Do we need but to, whenever do we need to doula each other through this, like a doula squirt. Yes, like doula okay, squirt. Breathe, breathe. No, I'm not joking. Like a tantric session. No, right? it's literally just like when you feel the pleasure. Sometimes your body, it naturally, depending on like what's in your mind, mm. it wants to hold back. And so when I knew I was with the wrong person sexually, I was not like orgasming. Because I was holding myself back. Because your body, your spirit knew it wasn't. Yes. He was not the right outlet, you know? However, prior to that, it was always just like, yay, we're having fun. We're just like, you know, it just comes, it just, you don't even feel any tension. So I think that what's more important for people who um have never squirted in their life or had like ejaculation like from your pussy um i think it's important to just like when you feel that you want to hold back and restrict let go push it out let it go mm-hmm. when you want to like reserve your energy oh i don't like even when you're like oh God, what yeah when you really run towards it Run Even towards you're saying stimulation. It feels so good, like oh my god, it feels good. But you still want to resist? Well, that. That, let it go. That's so important. I surrender. Think. Yeah. That's the so word. Surrender. surrender. You have to surrender. This is a very good analogy of life because I think so many of us forget to surrender, and it, it's. I just. I'm, I always have downloads when I'm drunk and I'm high and I'm on the microphone, but it's so important that like the surrendering. I think um, we've been like taught to keep it in like we can't be too joyous we can't be too sad especially as black and brown women and so any level of anything too heightened it feels automatically that you're supposed to shrink back you're never supposed to just be like we're never feeling really safe in life so you can't feel safe in any extreme emotion you feel like like you're always like like act like a child 
Just act like, like a, a child. child. Yeah. And just and, let your pussy gush. Just let your federal Just let the juices. Things to be put together. Is, is, but. Is, that, is that the affirmation? Let your pussy gush? Oh, yeah. Let, let your pussy gush. Let your pussy gush. Just surrender and let your pussy gush just because surrender. you, <laughs> your pussy juices want to come out of you. And it's going to be the best love spell once you come in that man's mouth. Okay, two Ooh. things. Okay, two or things. That, that woman's mouth. Wait, or is that, that person? Is that part of a love spell? Like is, making yeah. sure that you come in someone's mouth. I mean, no. It's like if you actually do. It's like, what do you think men do when you suck their dick and you swallow their cum? That's a it's a fucking spell. Exchange. Hello. When I got your book in the mail, I opened it and I was so happy because when I met my my when I met my boy four weeks after I met my lover Orlando. It's been like three years since then. For some odd reason, he was like, "I want to do a blood kink," and I was like, "Okay." And he took a blood it, kink. He took his own blood and he wrote his initials on my chest. Wait, how did you get the blood? Did you he, cut each other? No, I didn't do that. He took his blood out <laughs> with a needle. How? He, had, he brought a butterfly needle to Mexico, and we were like on the beach in, Me- in Mexico, and he wrote his initials on my chest. And then afterwards, like, oh baby, he knew. You got y'all doing the freaky blood magic. You guys are really doing blood magic. I like, licked, he did I, blood magic on you. I licked the wound, and then we fucked. And, and now we're bond, bounded for life. But when I opened your book, I was like, she understands me. But can you like delve more into the blood sex, like the blood um, of the blood sex? Blood magic? magic is a very powerful form of magic. It is a very powerful form of sexual magic. I would not recommend doing blood magic uh, with a person who is abusive, who is mentally, psychologically. Um, abusive to you. You do not want to bound or bind any person to you that is abusive, is negative, or not uplifting to you. Or however, or jealous, or just a fucking hater. Like you don't want to bind no nigga to you. Or like, I'm sorry, no. Any person who is listening, <laughs> uh, I'm like assuming you guys are all black and don't say it if you're a fucking white because you can't say that. But anyway, but niggas um, don't always just apply to black. People. It doesn't have, exactly. Good. But I was like, okay. Anyway. Do not bind any man or woman or person to you who is fucking abusive. So n- step number one with blood magic, stop fucking trying to bind people to you that don't like you. Period. <laughs> if they like you <laughs> and they eat your pussy while you're on your period mm. or I mean, but that doesn't even also say that they don't like you either. Um, you just have to have a good intuition. Like, just stop fucking with people who don't like you. And stop trying to make them like you with magic, and especially with blood magic, because when you use blood in a spell or a ritual, that person is fucking bound to you for life. Forever. I still have a most annoying loser... (laughs) Who will still be trying to talk to me because I let him eat my pussy on my period. So that was my other question. It goes both ways, right? I mean, obviously no one's cutting their boyfriends open and putting blood their name on the chest except me. But Yes, they are. Uh, it's me. I don't I, know. Everybody's... Every witch is doing it. Okay, okay. I, th- I, I this is before. Yeah, not whatever. every witch is doing it. Every, every doing witch is doing it. But, 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 but does it work the same? All the witches did it. Then, if you want a man, what? it's better than Sierra's right, damn prayer. Catch up, shit. Um, wait, wait, actual. I've never met a man who whose blood I want to put on. Me. First of all, you're right. Um, the blood spell is actually better than Sierra's <laughs> ritual. You may not get you a rich nigga like Russell, <laughs> but you're gonna get a nigga who's gonna be uh, bound and annoyed to you, annoying. To you, he's anointed. He's a piece of he's shit. Anointed by you. Wait, if, no. If okay, if the guy is a cheater, let's just let's talk about the spell work. If this guy is a cheater, 
and you give him your fucking period blood. Is that through sex and through mouth? No, it's like just through like you take your period blood. And in South America and even in the South, in American South, my grandfather, and this is a funny story, my granddaddy, he's from Arkansas. He used to tell me, he called me Pinky. He said, Pinky, I don't drink no black coffee from single ladies. <laughs> and I said, why? I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Why don't, why don't you, why don't drink black coffee from single ladies? But he would crack up laughing. And then as I grew up and realized he didn't drink black coffee from single ladies because in the South, and you know, we're talking about hoodoo, we're talking about ritual, putting your period blood in the black coffee. And have you ever heard the joke on when guys from the South who are like, I don't eat everybody's spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. Mm. I don't eat everybody's spaghetti. Yeah. Because the women would put their menstrual blood, you put your period blood in the spaghetti sauce. You can put your period blood in any red sauce, in a red wine. And then I put a spell even from my book about like putting your panties and then the water and boiling your panties and putting the water into making a sweet rice. Mm. And that's always been the Caribbean in South America. You make a sweet rice for your husband Mm. and he always will stay faithful to you. But don't also get it twisted. These men do the same shit because they can put their cum in your mouth. And when you're sucking their dick and you swallow it, that's a spell. That's the same. It's the same potency of the spell. It's life force. Super it's very important straight. because you have the the life force straight into your mouth that you are ingesting. So it's like you're swallowing their cum. Yeah. Like that is a spell too. Yeah, that's how gay men put spells on each other. If you're sucking each other's dick and like swallowing the cum, it's the same thing. It's coming in somebody's pussy. It's coming in your ass. It's coming. It's like anytime a person comes inside of your body, you are then making an energetic pack with them. I know. That's yeah. the biggest to, form of witchcraft. We know this already. It's like you have to know that like you are agreeing, consenting to carrying a piece of this person's absolutely energy entity for maybe not forever, but for a long period of time. And unless you're willing to do. But which- even for most women, they don't even realize this. When you have a baby boy, most women do not know this. When you have a baby boy, your partner's DNA when you genetically have a son, yeah, he changes your DNA. And the baby's daddy, his DNA lives inside of you for like, I think it was like 20 years or something. Oh, like wow. maybe, I it might, I, I'm wrong. It's like maybe girl. 16 to 20 years. But if you let these guys come in you and nut in you and it's just for fucking shits and giggles and fun, it's like, baby, like I hope that you're doing cleansing I hope that you're doing something to like purify yourself. But if you have multiple partners and you're letting them nut in you and just do whatever the fuck they want to do is like, you have to take care of yourself on a deeper fucking spiritual level because you are making packs and agreements with their DNA, with their DNA. Wow. Even if you don't get pregnant, it's like you have living organisms their sperm is like it's inside of your body like you're allowing this inside of you so it's like you have to absolutely be careful it's like not only being careful from a health you know health disease yeah. and all of these perspectives but it's like 
just be careful on a spiritual level of like who you're allowing to like just nut in you. Right. So now it is tarot time with the Hood Witch. We did a behind the scenes tarot portion strictly for Patreons. So if you're not on Patreon, you're missing out. Then we did one where we, Erica and I pulled, Brie pulled, and now we're going to do tarot time for the collective. Here we go. What is the collective? Yay, let's see. Let's just take a moment. We're going to take a couple of deep breaths in. We ask our spirit guides and our elevated ancestors to be present with us, to give us the information that we need to know right now. Collective reading, babies. Collective reading, we have... I want to like just yeah. make sure I'm turned all the way around. Okay, collective reading for us. We have the full reverse in the past position. We have the Ten of Cups, and we also have the Queen of Swords. So this is really about us really letting go of just outdated beliefs. We are no longer foolishly walking into situations that are no longer serving us. We're putting family, value, true friendships those who really admire and love us, those who actually support us to be our support system, um, we're putting that at the forefront of our attention. So for 2024, for the collective, it's all about relinquishing our outdated beliefs. So we have this queen of swords and she's reversed. She's in this position because she's really allowing herself to let go of these deeply held, strict kind of nasty ideas and thoughts of how she spoke of people, how she spoke of herself, or just how you're thinking about, like, you know, in a negative way of, like, being. And so I think we're really looking here and looking into 2024 about putting a focus on our family, our happiness, our goals, what makes us feel at home, what makes us feel grounded, what makes us feel like we're in a space where we're just... <laughs> feeling really good emotionally. So this is now the chance for you to really start putting your happiness, your emotional happiness as a type, top priority. Wow. It's beautiful. It's the end of the year and that speaks volumes. That's true. I want my nervous system to feel regulated. like velvet all 2024. <laughs> it's all tantric, you know? It's like regulating your nervous system, being in dialogue with your body, noticing what doesn't feel good, and then doing the things and the steps that really help you be present and be paced and not be overwhelmed because you're dealing with all the feelings. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, oh, my God. You guys are going to be so sick of me. After I get this fucking piece of paper, crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna wear glasses and shit and lingerie. And it's you better be crazy. Just don't. panties on. It's only tantric. No, you have to. Are you, have you initiated? To. No. In tantra. No. It is you have to post. You have to post you the panty picture in front of the beach. You so said what? The panty picture at the beach, and you're like, 
Yes, I am the initiated tantra goddess. <laughs> I am the tantric bikini goddess. <laughs> Why do I have to wear panties by the beat? Cause that's, that's, that's the tantra. Oh, okay, that's or the that. tantric teaching. Girl, let me. I'm about to send you my page. I that's got called a, the tantric panty. You might already, you already got, got that image. That's got, called the panty tantra. You already got that image. Okay, then be naked fully. I got that, that one too. too. Yeah, we have that. Well, one. God damn, you about to just <laughs> just bust it out. You know, just shoot new new content. This is the Tantra. Um, yes. Tantra. That's the Tantra. I am the Tantra pleasure priestess. Yeah, see, we love this. We love so this. So gyrating. Uh, <laughs> and breathe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and meet your moans. Wait till you see this shit next year, bitches. It's about to be crazy. It's always going to be crazy because we're going to be naked, titties out, asses out, pussies out, squirting. Gush. We're doing all the fucking magic. Make that pussy gush. Make that pussy gush. We're doing all the magic. Oh, and now it's hoary time. Uh, 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 Horse stories. So I went to a blade rave. And if you guys don't know what a blade rave is, it is a gothic rave that is primarily focused with BDSM, industrial music, and all of the fun excitement. You're a gothic you. princess. Can we go with you? Can you take us <laughs> to a blade rave? gothic princess. I actually will take you to a blade rave here if you want to. Yes. yes. I'm not joking. Let's I'm go. serious. Okay. No, we will. There's like a lot of like fun blade raves here. Okay, perfect. So, okay. so I went to a blade rave. I met this very cute guy and I went back home with him and we're in his hotel room and he brought back one of his friends and so we're fucking... And then his friend comes in the room, and I didn't know if he was, like, bisexual or not, but I just was like, I want to see you guys suck each other's dick. And I made them <laughs> suck each other's dick. Did it take much convincing? Wait. This is the three, wait, this oh is a three-way kissing queen. Like, you've taken Wow, wait. wait did go it, back. Did it go take back. a lot of convincing? Or were they just Yeah, like, like, we just said it one time. No, they, they just, like, wanted to do it. Just, like, I slowly like, put his head down. No, but I feel like they wanted to, like, do it. It's been, like, a long time coming been waiting for, for permission. One time. But I, like, they've been, like, waiting for this moment. Did they know each so, other like, before this? Yes. Oh, yeah, they were friends. They were friends. Okay. At the Blair Rave. At the Blair Rave. So they sucked each other off, and I was watching, and I was, like, really, like, oh, shit. Like, this were you turned really on? Like, were you turned on, or were you like, oh, God, I'm powerful? No, it was, like, actually really fucking hot. Did they take turns? Yes! I, and they, like, wait, no, but then the one who was, like, the bigger dicked guy, he got, he got scared because he was, like, realizing that... He had a guy sucking his dick, and I was watching, and I was like, "Okay, baby." He was like, "Girl," and he like, I was like, "It's okay, like, it's, we're we're good, like, do it, like, have fun, yeah. like, we're having a moment." He got in his head, and so he got in his head a little bit, and then he like felt better. But then, are you guys ready for the real fucking gag? Yes. So after we all fucked each other that night in the shower, it was like it went on for like a pretty long time. Um. It gets more scandalous. So, after all of this happened and we're in the hotel room, this dude gets up and he's like, oh my God, we have to leave right now. And I was like, why? And he was like, my girlfriend and her mom are coming to the hotel for brunch. (laughs) 
So he's freaked out and he's calling the hotel, like, um, what is it called? Like the fucking the room service to come and like change out the sheets. They were going to the... come upstairs? They're coming to Yes! <laughs> They're coming. They flew in to meet him. Their flight just got there. He better Can't... not answer for a minute and wait. wait. And wait. I Can like... you imagine the fear? Not only he just sucked some dick and took some dick. <laughs> He took all the fucking dick. And, and now his fucking now his girlfriend and his mother in law are on the uh, On the way and he just proposed to her. Oh. This might be the best. They're coming for brunch. This well, might be the best. I hope his girlfriend knows how what a freak he is. Oh well, no, she didn't. No, there's no way. Else. No, she did not know. Why would like, anyone do this? Why, why does anyone do Why this? do you hide your freak? You literally met a fucking stranger at the Blade Rave. And a nigga. Did she even know you had to suck rave? some dick? No, she's no, she was like just a regular ass white. <laughs> I can't wait to go to the fucking Blade Rave. I, I have an outfit. Right? We are going to the Blade Rave. No, but are you guys ready to go? Like, I'm not joking. No, like, there's one at the end of this month. I'll come back here. We'll go. Um, so my homegirls are throwing this like BDSM party, and it's gonna be fucking lit. It's gonna be a fucking. Okay. Cool. Well, we're going to a sex party December 9th. Yeah, downtown. So you should also come back for that. Or maybe she could just stay. But we're coming. Maybe to Blade I, Rave. okay. So we have to like. Cor- oh, my clothes. Okay, we have to like correlate like dates, but like we have freaky late raves where I'm like a lot of my girlfriends here. Like you guys will not, you're not gonna be disappointed. I'm really. <laughs> it's excited. a very like underground. Like this cannot be on. It can't be on the, the podcast, but like it's just for us. Like everyone listening, but like it's just for us. But like it is very like fun freaky late raves that like go on here and. Yeah, I think you'll have fun. I'm down. I think you guys like really love it. Like, there's like a totally different like scene. It's very much just like BDSM. Like, it's just straight. Like, it's pretty hardcore. Sounds like, like my vibe. But cause... it's like pretty hard. It's like it's just very like industrial. Like, just doing. That's the type of shit I like. What is six? That's my porn category. We'll this take... is sounds like my porn category. We'll just take a little mushroom, you know, get the dooms out. We so into it. I can't wait to wear my fucking combat boots. Okay, I have one more question. Have you ever seen or prompted any other two guys to suck each other's dick? Like, that was at your first live gay like uh, three like MMF MM yeah. No. Okay, so you've seen you've done it before. Yes. Okay, this is your specialty. They suck each other's dick and they do it. Yes. Wow. But I feel like they want to. Did they actually fuck each other as well? Yeah. Okay. So he went all the way. They went all the way. Well, one of them went all the way. Okay, got it. The other one did not go all the way. Wow. They have a top and a bottom. But like one of them, I will not say which one, was a good bottom. Okay. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you like dumb? It's a dumb energy. I think she, I think we've cracked the code. You okay. just, yeah. Wow. I I was being nice. We find out the hood, quiet. which is the domin- secret dominatrix on the side I business. Really fucking love you. <laughs> I love you. This was supposed to happen for many years. I feel like, duh, you're my sister, and I'm so happy to have you. This yes. is great. I love you both. Thank you I guys you. so. Thank you so much. And you guys, make sure you check out Bree's new book, Blood Sex Magic. Available everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. We'll put the link in this episode description. Bree, can you tell the other people where they, where else they can find you? You can find me on Instagram at the Hoodwitch at the Hoodwitch. Um, I'm on Hoodwitch and what else? Like that's Hood, it. The Hoodwitch. You already know it's the like, Hoodwitch.com. You know what it is. Like iconic. you can find me anywhere. It's iconic, baby. It's iconic. It's everywhere. Uh, make sure you 
uh, go follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Check out our studio in Studio City. If you need a podcast space, this is the one for you. Good, goodproductions.com. Boom, boom, boom. Um, we love you. Like this. <laughs> we gotta go. I love you. <laughs> love too. you. Bye. 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 <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.